Are you listening? Happy Wednesday. Hey. Hi, happy Wednesday. Virtual. Well, Charlotte, where it doesn't take a genius to have a clue, regardless of who you're talking to. We talk about everything from relationships, pop culture, social media, and everything in between. I am the biblically petty one, Old Testament petty, OTP. And I am your resident freak, Lance 2.0. I'm the juiciest wop you know. Juicy. <laughs> And I am the first lady, Shirley. All right, we got the first lady. We got the dormitory slut. (laughs) 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 The original WAP. Yes, God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Original. I'm the OG. I cannot. how is everyone? How is everyone's weekend? You know, I feel kind of rusty getting back in this thing. Uh, 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 pray for me that I pray for me that I don't have COVID nineteen because, honey, I I club this weekend. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. They opened the open up the thing and you ran through. That's what she I sure was. It ran was, all the way through. It was Pride weekend. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so you just had to be out there in them streets, in them COVID streets. I really have to, but you know. But apparently, you friends, did. One of my best friends was in town, so I was like, "That's all the way I'm really get to see you is if I come out to this club." <laughs> That's yeah. a bad best friend. Mm-hmm. Did anybody had a mask on, or was it just you know mask off? Some people did have their mask on in the club. Some people had their mask on. Everybody yeah, like, oh, wearing masks, you know, they be perpetrating. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it was a requirement to get in with a mask. Wait a minute. Oh, they made you get in. You had to wear a mask coming in, then you took it off while you was in there? That's what they did. Yeah, do. because at first I didn't see anybody with when I was walking, uh saw because it was a day party, day party, whatever. Well, one was a night party, but I didn't see anybody with a mask on because you could see the rooftop and everybody out there. So then when I got to the door, the guy was like, Where's your mask? So I was like, oh, my party. It was a day so party, but it was a day party. <laughs> no, I went to a night party Friday and then a day party Sunday. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's how I was. But the guy was like, where's your mask? So I put my mask on. He was like, you can take it off when you get in. What was the point? Same thing with the gym. You have to wear it to get in. Optics. But the optics <laughs> have to be right going in. But, I, but that's that, what happened. That makes no sense, though. I was like, yeah, it really doesn't, because these people are standing right here at the door with no mask yeah, at this on. Point, everything is is back open at full capacity now. Like we don't roll through all the phases. Sad to say, I'm not being funny, but I was like, stuff was still closed. I didn't know. Yeah, because a lot of stuff is back open. Because everything ain't never gonna open. So how was your uh week in week juicy? It was, uh, the week was rough. I'm not going to lie. Work has been very hectic uh, in COVID, just uh, being home and regularly available. But uh, other than that, uh, I definitely wind down this weekend. I had a good little time. Didn't do much, but uh, I didn't think about work. So that's important. 
Yeah, my weekend was uneventful. Uneventful? That's a good weekend. (sighs) Does there need to be a debrief about this uneventful weekend? Did you want it to be? Mm -hmm. I mean, we went to breakfast Saturday morning. We did. We did. (laughs) (laughs) A blur. Yeah, Yeah, we did. And after that, nothing. Yeah, that's right. We did go to breakfast or brunch. Yeah, same thing. Breakfast. Yeah, breakfast. What about you, Mr. Petty? Uh, what you did? Saturday, I did brunch. And then I think I did some house hunting, maybe? I can't remember. Maybe. Sunday, I did absolutely nothing. I literally got up and I was in the same spot on the sofa all day. I think I binge watched American Horror Story. Which season? Coven, my favorite. Um, And then I think that was it. I don't really remember anything else. And then work. Work has been a bitch. I thought I was going to have to have some some tough conversations with my leader because I kind of went off in a meeting and oh. gave zero bucks. Oh. oh, okay. But um, you know, you know, it kind of starts out with that whole, you know, how you get real forced. You're like, you know, let's. I just want to be clear. I did not appreciate you allowing a narrative or contributing to a narrative that would suggest blah 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 blah. blah. I don't appreciate that. Well, you know what, friend? You know what, friend? You know uh, what? After, after last night's debate, professionalism has gone out the door for the whole damn country. So, you know what? I am always professional. But, um, <laughs> you know, I think it was more in my tone. And of course, it was fun to mix comments, but I didn't give a fuck at that point. Mm. I bitch, mm-hmm. fuck you and pussy you better though. Oh, I didn't say that. That's how I felt. Um, but anyway. Oh dear. We're gonna get into foreplay. You know, we're gonna, you know, get it wet, get us thinking, get us talking. Uh so we're gonna pick one and why. Okay. First one, the players club or the pink? <laughs> the pink. It's, it's the players club for me. Hey, yeah. we're gonna talk now nah, we're gonna talk about badass strippers yeah, i mean bad whoever got the baddest moves the paint now nah, we're gonna talk yeah. about strippers somebody ass players club we well, we ain't seen the whooping ass yet part it's coming in season <laughs> I, I mean what's her name wasn't her name roxy what was the name in uh players club between her and lisa ray care ronnie and diamond ronnie, ronnie. Between, both, ronnie and between both of them i think both of them could whoop everybody ass in the um pink <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, I, I would have to say the pain. Oh no, because Mercedes was giving her mama the business. Her mama was getting with her too. Mama was getting with her. Yeah, she was supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> she was supposed to. Because see, they don't even have a mother-daughter relationship. So I, mm-hmm. I, I she didn't see her as a mama in that moment. Because they don't have a mother-daughter relationship. Great. So I get it. So um, the pain. 
It's the pain. It's, 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 it's the pain. Okay. Speaking of the pink, so Uncle Clifford or Lafayette? Uh, Uncle Clifford. I don't know who Lafayette is. Lafayette was from uh, HBO, True Blood. They both oh, are separate gay characters, but I don't know. I think Lafayette paved the way for Uncle Clifford. Yeah, I did say that. Yeah. I definitely agree. Uh, so it's Uncle Clifford for me because that's the only one I know. That's good. That's good. The Wood or the Brothers? Brothers. The Wood. The Brothers are so bootleg. Brothers felt like it was supposed to be a Lifetime movie. Yeah, The Wood. I would have to go with the Yeah. Brothers. I don't even remember The Brothers. Who was in that? That was. Yeah, you know, they weren't even real brothers. Samar Moore, um, oh, Bill Bellamy, Hughley. Oh, Jennifer Lewis and Morris Chestnut, yeah. Right, Rouge. And Jennifer Lewis played his mama. She rejected her. Gabrielle Union slept with his dad, right? That was and him. And him. Not at the same time. Right. Right. She could have. And Tatiana Ali. I just thought that. That was her last acting job, wasn't it? Oh. I just messed up. Oh, she had a TV show. What was that show on BT? That girl. It was on TV One. Really? That she, was she was supposed to be cute. Maybe she had a whole album. She had a whole song. That song was cute too back in the day. It was. Daydreaming. Yeah. Daydreaming. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Michelle Obama or Oprah? Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama. Oprah. Michelle is Obama. She's for she's for the other people. She ain't for us. <laughs> really. Oh, Soul Sundays. On Michael Jackson with all them false claims, her journalism journalism credit kind of just went out the fucking door. Because you, I really will didn't. say this: I would be here for. I, I I would be very intrigued, and I think it would be well received if Michelle Obama did a talk show. Absolutely, I, agree. I think she would be an instant hit. She would definitely take up the helm for. The four o'clock slot. Hey, Ellen, like she'll, but she'll get Ellen around for her money. Cause she can definitely get Ellen around for her money if she. The thing is, I don't think I don't. You know, I feel like Michelle Obama can do whatever she wants to do. I don't think she want to do nothing. That's think, true. Yeah, I think she. She said, "I want my regular life back." I just like you know, I don't think she cares to do it. She can run for president if she wants to. Yeah, but I, but she'll never. She'll never have what was considered a regular life anymore because no. of what she, who she is and what she stands for and what people view her as. Um, because let's be clear, Melania can go back. When November comes, she can go back to being whatever the hell she was doing before because nobody's checking for her. What is she She'll go do? back, back into her... What did she do prior to? Wasn't she a model or something? Or? What is she doing now compared to what she did before? See what I'm saying? Because I don't see her. Now, she be dressed. She be dressed. Whoa, whoa. She be dressed. That means nothing. It does. Well, it does. Cause we gonna see no, how. No. Um, whoa, whoa. Sydney or Shireen? Who? Sydney or Shireen? Oh, you talking about house party? House party. Sydney or Shireen? Um, um, I didn't like either I, one. On my day. I like Shireen. Sydney was cool. Is that Tisha Campbell or Baby Boy Mama? Yeah. AJ Johnson or AJ whatever her name is. Yeah, that's it. I like I her. Sh- 
Yeah, I like her too. I'm gonna say Shireen. I'm gonna tell you why I say Shireen. Shireen was the ghetto girl that stereotypically was supposed to be fast, but actually wasn't. Mm-hmm. She used to play games with her, make them want her. She's like, bye. <laughs> you know, lived in the hood. That's you where know. I get it from. Ooh. You know, it was 19 people living in that house, two, three bedroom, you know, just real typical. Oh, that cool lady with all that sugar. Oh, my tooth hurt. Just <laughs> uh, boys in the hood or minister society? Ooh, boys in the hood. Boys in the hood. I mean, I've never even seen either one of them. Because the boys in the hood is always poor. Right. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna do a whole. Little, you know what? We're gonna bring all the black music to your house. You mean to tell me, as ratchet as you are, I know. I've never seen any of them. Like all those type of movies, like Dead Presidents, all that. I never seen any of those. Dead ass. I've never. I probably seen clips, and I remember like most of them were filmed in California. But like all those California movies, none of them. I know. I don't feel bad no more. I'm appalled. You shouldn't. But damn. Have you ever seen Harlem Nights? I have never seen Harlem Nights either. Me either. Me either. I'm gonna go. You have a great day. You got to go. Listen, I We've been find that little list. Yeah, we want to thank you guys. Remember when my daughter had that list for you? Oh wow. Like I remember parts. Like yeah. So when we gonna have a movie day? Yeah, we're gonna have to come over there and wear our masks. But it's 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 the same movie like ten times. We gonna have to. It's not. Look, take our temperature. That's not the point. You still need to see it. There are certain movies you're supposed to watch. Have you seen Belly? Belly. Remember that my walk when he was coming out the bathroom, that dick was swinging. Ain't Belly either, Juicy. So don't don't feel bad. About that. Belly. That's like yeah. my favorite movie. Oh my but god! Belly. What is wrong with you people? Okay. Like you, oh everybody god. should have seen Harlem Nights, Minister Society, um, Boys in the Hood. Up oh, coming on the next two movies, Poetic Justice or Love Jones. Okay, I've seen. Poetic Poetic Justice. Justice. I finally watched all of Love Jones. I finally watched all of Love Jones, but I've seen Poetic Justice. I mean, all I do is ride around in a mail mail truck. That's fine, but shit. Ugh. I didn't like Love Jones. I've never been like a big fan of black movies like that. So I've always liked the white teen movies like Breakfast Club and all that stuff from the 80s. Those were my kind of movies. How you ratchet in the white movies like that? You ratchet Street. <laughs> like, I've never really been into gangster movies though, like either. Right. I don't know. I guess I just I watched them because like I like I like watching movies or whatever. So some movies I didn't watch when I was younger, I was able to watch as I got older. Oh. Mm-hmm. Certain movies I think you should watch. Like everybody, I think at this point should have watched Crooklyn. Yeah, I love Crooklyn. Every time, but that's what I'm saying. Because I, I think about AJ and I think about you. I'm like, <laughs> but Crooklyn is is a much different type of movie than like all the movies yeah. you see. I have it's all the same genre. It's all the gangster, you know, blah blah. blah. I don't want. I don't really like the gangster movies. They just yeah, I like trade, but I want. I don't like gangsters. Yeah, high learning. High learning was one of those. I was like, oh, I'm scared to go to college now, but I got over it. Oh, and I love high learning. Like her learning, it was an amazing movie. Yeah. That's, I didn't care for it. It was just okay. It was just okay. <laughs> yeah, John Singleton movies is pretty good. Um, so now we get into words of wisdom. Charmy, being the first lady, you go first. What's your word of wisdom this week? 
My words of wisdom are very simple. Stop worrying about other people's opinions of you and be you. Simple as that. Be you. Be you. Be you. Be beautiful. Correct. Lance? Uh, my words of wisdom is you don't have to always take the high road. There's nothing wrong with being petty sometimes. Words to live by. <laughs> I'm just saying. You don't always have to take the high road. I mean, yeah, we like Michelle Obama's when they go low, we go high. But sometimes, you know, like Roland Martin said, you have to get in the gutter with No, you just really have to get in the gutter with some people so, sometimes. You just can't always go high. So just yeah. remember, yeah, you just, you, it's okay to, you know, go, go low sometimes. It is. Right. Because, <laughs> you know, I get tired of being a bigger person. Right. I don't want to get that whole no ride. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get the relation because you ain't seen the movie. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, juicy. With my word. All right. Beat it up, nigga. Catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Right in your face. Wipe your nose like a Visa credit card. Hey. That's deep. I'm here for it. You When you talk about the power in the tongue and being able to describe what you want from something. I mean, this this right here tells me no matter how offensive, no matter how nasty, no matter how you, whatever you it is, be you and tell people what you want because you deserve to get what you want. If you want anything yes. to take the charge, extra large and extra hard, get that shit. You deserve it. You know what, Juicy? We in the same vein because my word of wisdom is going to come from power of the tongue as well. Yeah. Never invite a bitch to beat your ass because somebody going to accept that invitation. Hello. Ask Candace. Cross that table. Did they get fired for fighting on Real Housewives of Atlanta? No, because... I'm going to get into it later, but that that is my word of wisdom. You don't invite nobody. Just remember, Portia never got fired. She got demoted. She didn't get demoted, though. She kept her... No, she, she, Portia, remember Portia also peach after she pulled Kenya's hair. Yeah, she got demoted to um, a friend show. And then she got her peach the next season. She got it back. She was still present, but yeah. A check. But yeah, but we'll we'll, we'll dive into that a little later, but I'm just saying, you know, when you you said that, you know, life in the power of tongue, hey. What's popping, Lance? All right, so what's popping in these streets we got today? Bitch, um, I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, y'all. I'm so bad. <laughs> oh. I know we've been gone a minute, but that don't mean we made a jump off. I had to get, to get your notes and stuff in order for your flashcard. Last, last night, we had the presidential, the first presidential debate. Uh, first and the last. That wasn't no debate. <laughs> that, was a, that was a real presidential uh, of America reunion. Yes. Um, 
at first, so you know, I was like, okay. I said, you know, he came out, you know, Trump came out, he was talking calmly. Then when I said, okay, so he might be cool. But when Biden starts talking, the motherfucker was like, oh no, bitch, let me go ahead and interrupt everybody. He argued with him and the moderator. I couldn't tell my thing. That's my thing. How sad (laughs) was it for the moderator the whole time? Like, excuse me, excuse me, gentlemen. Yeah, sir. What I'm asking is, no, hold on, wait a minute. I'm just saying, wait, hold on, wait. So, uh, like, Uh, wrong person. That's all you It's did. bad. It's, it's disrespectful. Just everything was just bad. No, I mean, it was like, is this a rank sesh? Like, I'm like, is this a rap battle? Because I'm just waiting on, you know, because um, Juicy posted something today and I was like, yeah, that's pretty much it. You ain't got to be right. Just over talk the other bitch that's talking. Yeah, it's a tactic. I mean, but the, the, the sad part is, the sad part is, do you blame Trump for being Trump? Which we know he's going to be, but he's smart. So he's going to, I don't know the facts. So if I can make you look crazy, go crazier, then people think I'm less crazy. And then, I, you know, I've diffused the issue. And he did, he, he got what he wanted to do. He, he frazzled Biden up. I mean, Biden was up there stumbling and, you know, he couldn't read off his damn teleprompter like he normally does. Like, I mean, he didn't, he didn't present himself well. So I think but- Trump realizes, look, I'm already in office. So I don't have to be the best. I just need to show that I'm slightly better than him. So if mm-hmm. I can get him off his rocker and show you that he ain't all that you think he is, then I lose my competition and I'm good to go. Because he already got followers. Don't get it twisted. And, he and just, mm-hmm. Biden just goes right into it. For people to be so disinterested in it that they would just rather just turn away from it. Like, it was that much of a shit show. It's like, was that the goal for people to just be like, what the hell is this? Updates ready and install. Well, I want to say this about Biden because I, I never knew this until people brought it up. And so I, this is why I say Biden held his own, though, in the midst of all of that, because I never knew Biden had a stuttering problem. He's always had a stuttering problem. So for him to have that and to fight through that, and he really, he get, you know, I'm pretty sure he, you know, he got caught up. But to me, I think he still, for somebody to have a stuttering problem, he still held his own and didn't let that really affect him. He didn't win the debate. No one won the debate because there really, really yeah. was no, no one won. There was no winner. You no, no one came away with any more voters than they had before this, before the debate. To be honest with you, I don't think, I think this is the one time in all the presidential history, we don't need no damn debate. Everybody know who they're gonna vote for. We only got to talk about it. At this point, you're right. You are so right. Nothing you're gonna do to change your minds. Everybody has to. Now, I will say with Biden, because you know Trump was hitting him left and right. I was, I was high and watching it, and I was laughing the whole damn time. (laughs) I was, I was laughing when he said, he said, "Oh, when when he told Biden, he said, uh, I did more forty-seven months than you did in forty-seven years, bitch." I hollered, but. But when you look through that, does that mean, bitch, you have destroyed everything we worked for in 47 years and 48 months? It don't, it don't matter. I did more in 47 months than you. That was, that was just the <laughs> you can, I will say where Biden really touched, I think Biden really did really, really well is when Trump came for his son. Yeah. And 
you started talking about your son had a cocaine problem. Biden looked everybody in the face. He looked the American people in the face. He said, yes, my son had a cocaine problem, just like every, there are a lot of other people with drug problems out there, and my son overcame it. I respected Biden so much for that, because for somebody mm -hmm. to disrespect your child like that, you know, first of all, you just lost a son, and now you have a drug problem. For you to just sit up there, you could see Biden yeah. was getting emotional, and I did feel bad for him, but I think he responded very well to that. And see, I would have, I, I would have, at this point, it's like, you know, all that decorum and stuff like that. You you want someone to be held to a certain standard or whatever like that. But when when you go low like that, it's just like, so mm -hmm. we're clear. So you want to bring up my son's cocaine addiction in the middle of a debate because what? Because I right. Say, what the fuck does that have to do with the American people? Absolutely nothing about, you know, you wanting to have sex and you would have married your daughter or the fact that I can Google naked pictures of your wife. Right. What does that have to do with the debate? Period. All of these are facts, though. Hmm. But, you know, I can spit facts, too. But again, what does that have to do with this? You know what I mean? What I would like to say is. Would you rather show us your tax returns or would you rather show us what your hair really looks like? What's your skin really look like? You're and so tanned. Somebody on Twitter said one, a statement that just made a lot of sense to me. And it says that this debate is proof that professionalism is a myth rooted in white supremacy. And that's exactly what I've always said is that professionalism is something that white people develop to hold black people back because Trump doesn't have to be professional at the end of the day because it was invented by white people to say, okay, this is how you have to act. Mm -hmm. But Trump can get away with that. Obama couldn't get away with that. And that's why I, and, and that's so, like I, and I've always said this, I say, and you, you know, even when it comes to everything that as far as Americans we view as high values, it was all brought to us by white people. So mm -hmm. let me ask you this, because that was a very, I, I've never thought about that until you said them like, hmm. But do you feel that it's what white people came up with to hold black people accountable or put them in line? Or is it people other than them? People I would say other. Okay. And I only ask that question because I, I'm not, I try not to make everything a black and white thing, but I do believe that some things does have a race undertone. I don't think everything is race, but I do think right. when you put it in that perspective, it makes sense because when you look at handbooks and guidelines and protocols and, you know, um, what they deem as ethical um, and, you know, moral turpitude and things like that, it's things that say, okay, yeah, you are, men are supposed to wear this and this and these types of hairstyles are not considered professional, but, you know, a bitch with 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 uh, straight blonde hair can come in one day with pink streaks, but the girl with the kinky hair can't wear pink tips. Right. The same job, you know what I mean? Exactly. But that interpretation of what they feel is deemed as appropriate versus what isn't. I've never thought about it that way. That was very interesting. That is, and you know what? I think that it is rooted in like you know, just like I think that it. I think it is rooted in our history, just because like even white people didn't want us to read because they felt like we were dumb and that we just couldn't live up to that, you know, we weren't supposed to live up to that level of professional or just being speaking well, like, you know, you always say speaking well, we weren't supposed to be able to live up to that. So right. they tried to create a 
what is it, uh, like a, they, they tried to make this ladder to where we had, to, that it was hard for us to attain. But mm -hmm. you know, with freedoms and things that we've learned through the past, we've obtained that and more, but guess what? It's the same thing like some like, you know, and Kanye West has always said, you know, you can be, a, as black people, we can be as smart as whatever. There are still white people who look at us as dumb niggas at the end of the day. <gasps> yes. <laughs> but make no mistake, there are a lot of people I look at, whether they are white and clean or not, that you are dumb and dirty. Mm -hmm. But there's a difference in you looking at individuals and not yeah. collective people based upon yeah. what they look Absolutely like. Absolutely right. Yeah. Absolutely right. Yeah. And it goes back to that thing, and you know, and I'm Rosa ain't say a lot of things that I agree with, but this thing she did say, she said, you have the liberty of being good enough or average and be noticed, and I have to be extraordinary just to get any type of attention. And I'm paraphrasing, but, you know, we have to not only be as good, we have to be better just to get noticed. Right, Papa Pope. Because they didn't think we would, uh, we would live up to that level of success or that level of just being smart as they consider themselves to be but you know and we're gonna talk about that because i know we're gonna talk about um nini later and that's gonna tie right on into that i'm gonna tie that right on into that with a bow right on into that um so did y'all see that the, uh about the taxes with trump how much biden paid how much kamala paid how much elizabeth warren paid and how much Trump paid? <laughs> I ain't mad at it. Last night he said, they asked him that question too. They said, taxes. That's fake news. That's fake news. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah, I am. I'm just like, okay. No, you find something wrong. So his paperwork. You can go ahead and get and get, get forget all that information. There's a deficit in his filing. Go on and find that. Tell us about it. But his people don't care, so his, his supporters don't care. So. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I froze. Because I really feel like if he could get away with it and stay in office, I can too. So he didn't, mm -hmm. he's not doing anything illegal. So the problem, the, the difference with Trump is, Trump, Trump, out of all the different presidents, so if you compare Trump to Obama, right, all the presidents at some point were business owners. Um, they were, you know, entrepreneurs, business owners, blah, blah, blah. They, they came from family assets, all those different things. So that's why they paid so much in taxes, because they had a lot of money and stuff or assets and stuff they had to pay taxes on. Obama didn't have any of those things. Um, so he doesn't have any write-offs. So all the money that he earned got taxed. So that's why he got taxed so much, because he has no write-offs. Now, Trump is the ultimate business owner compared to all the other presidents. And so when he became president, he ended up having to divest a lot of his properties and so basically, instead of, he's still in charge, but he turned a lot of his properties from equity into debt. And that debt he did at a loss. And at a loss, you can write those off onto future taxes for multiple years. So that's what he's been doing all this time is offsetting, selling properties at a loss and offsetting that against his taxable income. So that's why he paid so little. And it's legal. That's why I said, I ain't mad at it. Yeah, I know you know. 
Right. Teach the people. Come on. When I saw that, I was like, oh. See y'all, he just he just talked like that. He real smart. He really a nerd. He just talked like that. Real smart. Whatever. But uh, it makes sense to me. I, I get it. That's why he never showed his tax returns and all that other stuff before. Because I mean, his, mm-hmm. he's the he's the epitome of taking advantage of the system. Right. Now, but and that's what you said to Biden. You created. You don't get mad at me about my taxes when you're the one that passed the bill that allowed me to do what I'm doing right now with my taxes. That's right. <laughs> that's what he said to Biden. And that's what somebody else, they did, because, you know, people have said, you know, you can't get mad at him because it's a system that's been created. Yeah. He mm-hmm. took advantage of it. Full advantage. All the way up to president. Yeah, but it's on a matter of time before somebody get pissed off and get released from his, from his employee, and they tell all the secrets. It's going to happen. I do have to add, though, that they have, after last night's debate, um, they, have came, they have decided to have some protocol for the next one to where someone will be able to shut off somebody's mic while the other person is talking. Oh, I don't know why they've never had that before. That's what they're discussing now. Because, so. I mean, when you can shut somebody off in a video call <laughs> or, you know, at the award show, you know, you just turn the mic off, start playing music, you know. Right. Why not? So, okay. Rihanna Taylor. <laughs> You see, you called it. Hmm? Called it, Juicy, um, two weeks ago that those officers really weren't going to get charged in that case. Now, uh, it's obvious that there's some mess going on because now the grand jury has the, the folks that they... So basically what they did was, for those who don't know, the process, they never went to... They didn't make it to trial what they typically do is they pull a grand jury and they determine if they want to indict them or not. And if they indict them, they didn't move forward with the trial. Um, but supposedly what happened is whatever facts or whatever was had, whatever happened within the, the grand jury um, was not what the attorney general presented when he presented the, the, why they made their decision. So the people, the grand jury now wants to open up the case so they can release the real facts because I think it's just some mess going on in terms of what he's portraying versus what's really happening or what's being said behind closed doors. Um, to his point, though, I think he did, when he made a speech or something, he was like, you know, the people don't know the real facts. And I get that. We don't know the facts. And, you know, so I understand why it probably took so long because it's, it's probably a lot of gray area with this whole thing that they're walking around in. But uh, still, none of the fact is, I knew it wasn't going to happen. And hopefully... Because it has so much visibility, they have to make sure they cross their eyes and die. Of course. But that's why it's so slow. Yeah. Yeah, they have to because it's so much visibility. Because what 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 everybody I know is worried about is that if this really does not be ha- get handled and we can follow the trail, it could jumpstart the um the revolution again. <laughs> yeah. Like, like real talk. Like it could really just jump- mm-hmm. And the, and the sad part about this thing is, is that, you know, our, our justice system is what is, is so jacked up um, because if you think about it, right, an incident happens and you only have one moment to get it right in terms of how you handle that incident. And you don't know the magnitude of what this incident is going to turn into because there's, eight, you know, 300, 400 incidents happen every night. You don't know that one instance is going to be the one that goes global. But yeah. it's over that one time you mess something up, that messes up all the trial, that messes up everything. And so I'm sure there was a lot of things that got messed up in this process 
that they have to try to clean up and figure out. Um, now, what it, what the sad part is, though, is that what it represents, though, in terms of the fact that you basically indicted someone for shooting straight bullets and for the ones that actually shot real bullets and actually hit somebody, um, you know, there was no charge. And I think we are forgetting about what it what it represents in, in appearance. They're just worried about the facts. And what we see in appearance and, and I, unfortunately enough, we don't know enough information. We never will know enough to go off of what really happened. So we're going to react upon what we see in appearance. And, but that's all we can do because that's all we know. And they're not going to tell us any more than that. Well, he's releasing, Attorney General has agreed to release what was presented to the grand jury this week. So we will get that information on what was presented to them because that's what people want to know. Yeah. And then there's the grand jury. They want to speak out. They ask the judge, can I speak out? So now the AG is like, okay, well, let me release what was right. There's a reason why. There's something to this that we don't know. Yeah, so, but um, I have to pray for her family, you know, and it's definitely a I have a question. Hurt. Her boyfriend, is he still in jail? I thought he was in the hospital. Man, he couldn't be in the hospital. This has been a long time. Six months later? Yeah, he should be out by now. Yeah, I know he took, they took him to jail. That's why I was like, he had a permit. Um, his gun was registered. Um, I hate to say that, but I feel like he is. Um, well, he's spoken out, though. He has spoken out. And he said that the story that's being presented is not the truth. Yeah. I don't want to speak out of turn. Yeah, so that, yeah, I mean, he's speaking, but, um, you know, I think that's the main thing is that they're trying to paint it as though he just shot, you know, he fired first and they were just mm-hmm. retaliating. Right. But, yeah, like I said, I pray for her family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pray that justice is. When I have a time situation, I allow you to see things clearly that's not distorted. We call that love versus logic. So... It's been buzzing. Everybody in, on social media has been talking about the Naya Rivera um, ex-husband and her sister moving in together to raise her son. And a lot of people have a lot of different opinions on, you know, um, is it the right decision? What if this happens? What if that happens? Is this sending the right message? Is that messy or whatever, whatever? So um, what do you guys think about the situation? Um, like, do you expect boundaries um, of, peop- of people when you're gone? Because at this point, now you're gone. When I'm gone, I don't give a damn what child is. Shit. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. But, I, you know, I think people are overthinking things. I yeah. think if this was Naya's mom, and Naya's mom moved in. Now you gotta think about it. This was Naya's husband and her son. And let's say, for instance, you know, we live in families, you know, where people come stay with you for a while, your sister comes stay, your auntie comes stay, blah, blah, blah. And there are some people and there are some people whose spouses are just as close to the family as the actual child is. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So if, if, if the child dies, the spouse is still a part of the family. And if you're still taking care of a young child, 
that person's mother may move in, that person's brother or sister may move in to come mm-hmm. one, help you emotionally get over the, the death and to two, help you raise your ch- the child until you're more sufficient to do so. So in this situation, I think it's the same that thing. Maybe maybe the, the, the weird part is, is that he's an attractive widow man and she's an attractive young woman. And so when you put those two together, people assume things, but people, they're family. And, and, I, I, and I, it's funny that you say that because I feel like the fact that people's mind goes straight to that that means that's a whole nother situation so then what is it that makes us think that versus like you said the original example because like you said nobody would have thought twice if naya's mom moved in with the ex-husband to help nobody would have thought anything of that i think it's well i think it's it's like for instance i know i know me and my sister are close so i know if, if i was married and i had a kid and something happened to me, I can see my sister moving in, you know, or let's say my brother, whatever. Now let's say you're missing up sexes, but you know, I, but I can see, you know, in that sense, I can see that happening. Maybe the guy I'm dating is bisexual, my sister move in, you know, same thing. Um, I, I just think people are overthink it as normal. Now, but I will say this, it has happened and I will not be upset if a year from now we find out they are together. I wouldn't uh, either. Because because you have to be honest, grief does bring people together, and 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 when and when somebody dies, there's a shift in the world. There's a shift in how everything is made up. There's a shift in how you go about things. Everything changes at that point. So what you thought was right, what you thought was 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 one way to do something, you're not opened up to a whole lot of different things. And so when you when you're sometimes people grief together, and that you know brings bonding, connection. Shit happens. So you know. Honestly, it ain't our business. And he did address the situation. It's not. It's really not our business at all. And he addressed the situation today. Um, he's And he did say, he said, you know, the reason she moved in, he said his son asked his yeah. Yeah, to move in. And, um, and, it's, and it's odd because when people say that, oh, well, it's none of our business, things like that, but why feel the need to announce it or put it out there? And I'm not saying that they did because I don't remember how it got leaked. And I say leaked because I don't know how it was out to the public or whatever. Um, but it's one of those things that it's like had they just did it or whatever, you know. I, I guess for me, I still I just don't see anything wrong with it. Rather, you know, it was whatever because my initial question was do you expect boundaries for people when you're gone? And if you're gone, what is it that you expect for people to do to act like you're still here or, you know? No, there should, I think there's still a level of respect to a certain extent, um, but I don't consider this a boundary. She could have she moved in while, while Naya was still alive. What's the difference? No, right, right, right. But I'm just saying, I'm right. asking that as a question, not just because of this situation, but just in general, you know, do you feel like you expect boundaries of people when you're gone? I, in- think, I think I think I think what people people always misconstrue is intent. And to me, I don't I don't think if I'm dead and gone, there should be no boundaries. Now, I will say that sometimes when people are dead and gone, then people's true intent comes out. And I think the issue is is that if you had a different intent that you presented to me when I was alive, and now that I'm dead your real intention comes out and you start to act on those. That's when, of course, the dead version of me feels some type of way because, or other people feel some type of way because your intentions are now being shown. 
But if, if the death changed things and now your intentions have changed along with that death, then I think that's different. That's just you moving on with life. How would you know that the intentions change? For, for, for the majority of the time, you, most the, the people who matter and the people who are around, they typically know. The people like us who are not around, we don't know shit. Right. We don't know shit. You know, because you just don't know. Like, for, you, know, you just don't know. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say is that I do feel like, regardless of what um, anybody thinks, I think the main priority in this situation is the child. Like, the dad wants what's best for the child, the aunt wants what's best for the child, and whatever we need to do to rally around him because he's young, you know, there's going to be long-lasting trauma to the child. We don't know how the depth of that trauma yet because it's still fresh, you know what I mean? We find out all the time how children remember things from when they were younger that people really don't realize that they remember. Mm-hmm. Or you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. I remember this and this and this, and they can replay it play by play, you know. So we don't know the after, you know, the the the, the rippling effects of this too. So I guess them trying to just, you know, push as much love and and you know and affection and attention to him to kind of get him to some type of normalcy I think is what the problem yeah, that's all it is and, and that's like that's all it is and it, it sounds like in this situation too you know sometimes we don't know how involved grandparents are or blah 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 but typically whomever was close enough to the child is who you want to rally around the child during that time mm-hmm. if he was you know pretty much raised and, and with right. his a lot that's who you want to be around and maybe you know, that's a great point because we don't know what their family dynamic is we don't know what the dynamic we assume is. that why did the sister have to move? Why couldn't the mom move? But you don't know the family dynamics. You know what I mean? You don't know it. Very good point. I mean, and we all, do we even know how old her mom is? You know, because it's like, I would prefer yeah. someone who is able to keep up with my young son to be there in my absence. You don't even know if she, if she even know who her grandson is. <laughs> Was even around her. Did not even like her mama. Naya might not even like her mama. We don't know none of that. Like, we have no idea what the dynamics are. You know what I mean? And um, it's just really sad that the first thing people's mind goes to are the negative. The negative or the salacious or the scandal part of the whole situation when it's just like, hey, I need to be there, you know, because my nephew need me. I, I promise he you. That. If he requested that she move here and, her, and she like, well, you know, I'm not married. I, I have the ability to uproot and move to do whatever. You know, we know family members who do this all the time as far as whoever has the capacity to do so is who jumps in and helps. You know what I mean? That's that's normal. If, if the sister looked like Miss Doubtfire, it wouldn't nobody be saying nothing. Yeah, they would. They would know they wouldn't say word. You know, oh like, oh, she's trying to get her money or something or her estate or whatever, because now everything left to the son or the ex-husband, you know, so they would find something. Well, not to the son, not to the husband. Yeah, it'll be something to harp on that's you know, just not negative. Now, I do feel like if something does develop um we just thought about it between them 
I wouldn't be surprised. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like it's inappropriate. I don't think anything like that. I think it may be weird, maybe, but, um, or take some um, getting accustomed to or whatever, but I don't, I wouldn't think it was wrong because I don't know, you know, it's just like, now your niece is now technically your stepchild or you know, your you're overthinking. Now, now you're doing exactly what everybody else does. You're going too far. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, I'm just, that's why I'm saying. I say if something did develop in them romantically, that's the angle I'm coming from. Oh. If it did develop into something romantically, I don't feel like it's an issue. I feel like it may take some adjusting because then, you know, people knew you all as one thing and now you're becoming something else. And it's just well, getting acclimated to that. That's, saying, it goes that direction. Yeah, you, that'd be the last thing people we worried about is everybody else because, you know, I mean, people have dated, like, for instance, was it Matt, was it Matt and, and Lauren uh, when she went and dated his, his, uh, his uh, play, what's the, the other guy that played in the Lakers with him? Remember the whole thing with the Laura, the girl from uh, Oh yeah, from, Jerry uh, Fisher and Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes, yeah. It's just you know people do this shit all the time. Uh, what's the, the, the Michael Jackson got two brothers that share a baby mama. Now that's some weird shit. Um, it's some shit. Dude, <laughs> dude, they do, they do. I had to look it up. I was like, well, we two, right? Yep. So I mean, this shit happens all the time. My granny was twenty years ago, busted. But and, and you think about it too, right? Naya had custody of the boy, or at least she probably had majority of the time with them. This man ain't used to raising no damn kid, not by himself. That's why he need help. And she said, "Help from someone who know the kid, which is her sister." Yeah, I know this boy. <laughs> I didn't raise him like that. Right. Clicks, likes, and comments. What's got social media up in the tent to be spreading awareness? Awareness. Uh, BET Award nominations were announced this week. What's that Monday? I think it was. Whatever. Um, the baby is nominated for the most with twelve nods. Um, wow. At least like two. Oh, at least like two. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what? Oh, it's hip hop awards. Okay. Yeah. Roddy Rich is second with eleven. What is the hip hop awards? Yeah. Oh. Megan Stallion and Drake got eight nominations. Future got six. Uh, Beyonce got three. Cardi B didn't get none. Um, I don't. Does she have anything that came out? She's nominated, I think, for best female hip hop because she's going up against the girls, uh, uh, Megan, Flo Millie, and um, Mulatto. I think. Yes, Mulatto. Mulatto, go. Okay, Mulatto. Come on, Mulatto. Yes. Um, for best new artist. So why is Beyonce a hip hop award? Is it because of Jay Z? Did she rap a little bit on the Lion King thing? Maybe? No, it's the Savage Remix. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I gotta, 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 yeah. Well, even Lion, that was last award season, right? No, or that was the season. Now, I don't know. You know, BT Hip Hop run on, everybody, all those different worship run on different times. Yeah. And like, time is just really running together now because it's already October. City Girls. Yes. Boo! Hey. <laughs> Ain't no boo. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So you racist and you cokehead. Don't do that. <laughs> Listen, I said, where is this coming from? I'm like, ma'am. When I read that shit on Twitter, I said, is this bitch talking about Wendy Williams now? What the fuck? I'm, I'm watching the goddamn, you know, watch what happens live, and I'm like, okay, you know, 
Google. But then when she was like, I don't know why they keep putting her on there. She's on cocaine. I'm like, Nene. So, whoa. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I think because I watched, I watched it, and then I also watched Funky Dineva, who talked about it, and I had the exact, I mean, the exact same perspective as he did as far as you don't want to hear a person you call a friend be completely honest sometimes because it does hurt your feelings. Yeah. When Wendy said, what else is Nene going to do for money? It's a very valid statement because yes, Nene has allowed, um, because of Real Housewives of Atlanta, she has been able to grow her brand and her business. But Nene Leaks does not have the ability to go out and make the same amount of money that she does off of Real Housewives of Atlanta doing absolutely nothing with the credentials that she has currently. She's not going to make that amount of money with her boutique that she has. I think she has what, two? She's not. So, and Wendy not. and Wendy said it right too when um yeah, she's boring. And because her her knack is arguing with other people and you know her interactions with other people. So people are like, well, how does Kim Zosiak get a spinoff? Well, Kim Zosiak got a whole family to present and she got a whole, you know, people want to see her mess and her kids and all that kind of stuff. I mean, we don't even see any of these kids anymore. We don't see neither one of these kids anymore. That was the other thing. She has not allowed us into her world outside of her arguing with the girls, being um, like, oh, well, you know, everybody be at me, this and this and this. And the, the only thing is with her and Greg, this last time through Greg's healing process. Right. Other than right. that, we don't really get to see anything in any, um, Nene's yeah, life because we saw when she had her issues with Greg's family, which was for her wedding special. And we saw when she was trying to figure out who her dad is. Beyond that, Housewives been on how long? Those the only two times we got into your life outside of you beefing with somebody mm-hmm. or going shopping or going out to eat. That's it. Her was going through those um, legal troubles, getting in trouble all the time. We were, she was kind of, kind of going in there, going and talking about it, but she wasn't really right. giving yeah. us. And then when you, but when you look at Candy, yeah, Candy let it all hang out. You know, she'd been through this relationship, that relationship, her family dynamic. You know, the kids. Her, her um, surrogacy process, starting businesses and all of that, it's all mm-hmm. out there. So whether you think Candy is entertaining or not, at least she she provides content. She provides content. And something else, um, I think, and and of course, I'm going to even say that too, he was, it was that Nene isn't liked. They like Candy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Nene is, no, Nene. honestly, if they recast the whole goddamn piece, all of them, I'll be okay. Now, let's just be clear. I, um, they can recast everybody. Um, and and even if they keep some, because I think they added two new girls or whatever, which I'm trying to like, okay. Um, I think I'm of the older girls um, Cynthia can go. Nene can go. Well, Cynthia is going. 
Um, I would like to see Cynthia on what's the one in um, Beverly Hills? Is that Orange County in California? Yeah, she can't go over there. Mm-mm. I mean, she, she, you're right. Never mind. Look, never mind. That dynamic is very, very exclusive. Different. Right. They would look at her and be like, girl, you stay, you used to stay in a town home. Lake Bailey, girl, what is that? <laughs> See, I don't think they're going to be that. Uh, classes, but I will say it's just it's just a, it's just a certain vibe, you know what I mean? Because even when they we we've always wanted them to add a black girl to the Beverly Hills cast, we did. But I felt like I always knew that it would have to be the right girl that could sit amongst them. You'd be like, okay, I bought it. Versus you, why is she there? Like she don't even look like she belonged yeah. with them. You know what I mean? Um. But I think it's one of those things that here's the thing with Nene that I have, and I'm going to tie it back to the whole Monique thing. I find it interesting that now and is this racist, this and this and this now when you're not getting your way, mm-hmm. when you feel like, you know, they're not paying me what my worth is or they aren't giving me as much screen time, which is what cuts into my money. Now Andy is this big racist, but all along, Andy was your friend. Andy was this. You was going to his baby shower and all sorts of kind of stuff. But now he's this big time racist, and he's always been a racist. He is never the girl. Okay, so which is it? Is it he's always been these things, or now you're just spraying him because you're not getting your way? And to me. You clearly are sure you're never going back to Bravo. You have, yeah, you burnt well, both bridges. Because ain't no way in the fuck you're going to tell me eat shit out your ass on a shitty day and then turn around and ask me for a raise and expect mm-hmm. to get that part. Like, you, yeah, that makes sense. Now, makes sense. I, I, do think, I do think she has a point. I mean, because I don't know how long it's lasted or how long she's let it tolerate, but when you see the facts and you look at the top, you know, the top earners, the top, the top drawers for a real for all the Real Housewives franchises, and then all the different spinoffs and, and additional episodes and different things that they've been allowed to have, the black ones, Nene, has been the least out of all the front runners in terms of all the other cast members that have been allowed to do things. Um, and not talking about Atlanta, but just like all the other white ones that are really prominent. So it's just, I mean, to her point, she kind of does show that she has been limited in terms of what her branding and capacity has been through. But then you also see Candy doing other stuff too. And, but then she has stuff to talk about. She, you know, she brought Escape on, she did her wedding. Yeah. Yeah, so. And I, and I, and I think that that's the thing. Like, and I, and I understand Nini's point. Like, you know, I made y'all all this money. You know, Housewives of Atlanta is y'all top um, earning show you know, for whatever time frame and, you know, da 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 And I feel like Nene has made money hand over fist because of what she has brought to the show. Mm-hmm. But then it becomes, do we tolerate your attitude because you make us money or do we say, fuck it, we'll take a loss and we'll bring two bitches in paying half, combine what we were paying you and still keep the show going. And, 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 and are we still making money off of you? Are you still bringing in 
the money. Right. Right. Bring in what you, you know. And I think Nene has allowed her success with Housewives kind of get to her head. Kind of. And I say because, make no mistake, you got to give her her props. Nene is the reason why Housewives of Atlanta rose to what it is. Nene is the reason why majority of the Housewives rose to what it is. I mean, a lot of the housewives got built off. Housewives yeah. wasn't popping until the housewives franchise came out. Yeah. Say what? They're still the highest rated housewives. Yeah, I'm saying, but real, I mean, Real Housewives was out, but it wasn't really popping as a as a whole brand, you know, brand series until Real Housewives got moving. And that's when people started tapping into all the other ones and going back and watching New York and Beverly Hills. Because I think the very first one was, the very first one was Orange County. Yeah, Orange County. And then the second one might have been Jersey. I think it was Jersey, New York, one of those. Yeah, it was Jersey. Huh? I thought Atlanta came out before Jersey. It was who? I thought Atlanta came out before Jersey. No, I think Teresa was number three. Was um making all kind of fuss because it was Teresa and Danielle, that crazy bitch. Um <laughs> before Mob Wives. Yeah, they were before Mob Wives. Yeah, and they was before Mob Wives. And then it was that stuff came out in Atlanta. Basically, getting a blueprint for okay, this is how we do it. This is how we get it going, you know. Um, and then they try some other places. I am very interested in uh, Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. <laughs> yeah. I don't get this in Salt Lake City because Miss Cosby, when they said that she gained her success because she married her grandmother's second husband. I'm tuning in just to find out what's what's what's, what's the tea on all that. But but she but she had to. But it, her grandmother told her she had to marry him in order to get the money. I, I need to no understand. So it wasn't like she was in love with the nigga. Yeah, I didn't understand it. But they've been married what 17, 20 years. Yeah, they're just, yeah they're happy. Yeah. Well, they're married. Yeah. We'll see if they're happy. I remember who I got married too to get that money. Mm-hmm. And I just want to, you know, even with Nene and, you know, her calling Andy racist, it just goes to show that, you know, Nene is, is it goes to show that some black people, what we will accept, because I mean, he could be racist, but it just goes to show to what some black, that black people will accept some things from white people as long as we're getting what we want. Something. For example, mm-hmm. Omarosa. Mm-hmm. She knew damn well Donald Trump was racist, but she worked in the White House with him. But then when he let her go, now you want to come out and say, Oh, all this stuff here. And there are a lot of black folks who do that. It just happens, you know. There are a lot of black people. Well, it no longer benefits me, then I don't have to stomach it anymore. You know what I mean? I'm usually very cautious of anybody who comes to me or like in general. And the first thing they say, I think somebody said it on here. First thing they say is, Oh, it's a black thing. It's like, well, yeah. how, how you know it's a black thing? Maybe it's just a thing. I'll give you that. Yeah. Why is it a black thing? Like, how do you yeah. know? Do they say it's a black thing? <laughs> Like I said, it's like, why is he all of these things now and that you're so vocal about it when before you had nothing but great things to say? You know, y'all had this wonderful working relationship and this and this and that and the third or whatever, and that you brought people to him to get them on the show and some things and this and this and this. And, you know, it's like, I, I side eye and I second guess people's intentions and motives when you only have something negative to say when you don't get your way versus you having something to say when someone else you see and know is not being treated fairly that you step up for them. 
i.e. like Chadwick Boseman and Sierra Miller, Sienna mm-hmm. Miller, whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Making sure that she got paid what she was worth. Right. He took a Had nothing to do with him, but if he saw injustice or somebody not being treated fairly, you step up and speak so- and say something for them versus only saying something when it impacts you. You know, so that's why I'm just like, mm, you don't want to say it because it impacts you. If it didn't, you wouldn't say anything to say. Speaking of impacts you, did y'all see Lisa Ray on? Um, <laughs> she feels some type of way. Oh Lord! I don't know. Maybe it was in her feelings. I don't know what happened. Look, I was not expecting it to go in that direction. <laughs> Nobody was. Me neither. Nobody was. Everybody, everybody was like, oh, okay. Oh, shit. Like, this is so sweet. I'm like, this is so sweet. Baby. And then she so said, no, fuck y'all. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> baby, she said, no, because y'all don't give a fuck what I got to say. <laughs> Bitch, I, I took back. I was like, well, let me shut my damn mouth. I didn't do that. <laughs> if you go back and look at it, when you see when you see the brat's reaction to what Lisa is saying, that's when you know really to shut the fuck up because that shit was real. Because the brat, mm-hmm. she didn't catch no attitude. She didn't roll her eyes. Nothing. Here's what The brat threw my hands Here we go. The optics of their relationship is, is that you would think that the brat is the tough one. No. Oh, Lisa Ray is. Ray is the tough one. Oh, Lisa Ray's the mm-hmm. older sister. That's why. She the biggest. Yeah. 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 Uh, the brat was like, man, y'all don't know my sister. No, that's the, yeah, she the bitch. Yeah, she was like, y'all don't know my sister. She said, we done meet, we done beat plenty hoes ass. Plenty. <laughs> you know, and the thing about it is, think about it. Lisa Ray, she pretty, she light-skinned. You know, girls always want to try her growing up. She already, you know, she was who she was in the neighborhood because of who her dad was. Because, you know, we watched her uncensored and everything. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah, Lisa Ray about that life. Oh, she about that life. You saw it. <laughs> yeah, she about that life. She was like, that um... Dad- that damn sister did something to her. She did something that Lisa Ray was not feeling. And she and she and, and she was mad at the girl. She was mad at her because like you should have told these hoes that I don't like you. Cause why you show up on my show like it's all good and I ain't seen you, I ain't talked to you. And, and it ain't I don't like you. It's just that we ain't talk. Right. We know but, we ain't talk, but you know why. Well, no, because right. they knew something was up. They did know something was up because Claudia Jordan said we wanted to bring y'all together. Bring y'all together. Like everything that was being said. So they knew something was going on that they hadn't spoken. They were just trying to amend things. That's why Lisa was just like, bitch, I ain't having this shit. <laughs> well, Claudia's still trying to be mother love. You know, she's trying to, you know, bring folks together. Bury the hatchet. Y'all just let me know who I can't bring on uh, one of y'all friends as a surprise guest on here because I want y'all to be going off on me. Yeah, I'll give you a list of names. <laughs> <laughs> It's a whole list. Yeah, you put them on the screen right now. I'll be like, click, leave, out, fuck that hole. That's why you're 25 years old and you look 50. Bitch. Oh, my gosh. That is too fun. Mariah Carey, Oprah interview on Apple TV. Um, I watched it. And that's time I can't get back. <laughs> what they talk about the meaning of Mariah? Um, so I will say this: it was I only watched it because when I think about it, I know absolutely nothing about Mariah other than her music career. And then she had a sister who was a crackhead, though. Um, <laughs> and they tried to pimp her. They tried to pimp her. 
Um, she refers to her um, siblings as ex-brother, ex-sister, ex-mother. I think they're black too. They're, yeah, that's the black side, right? No, they're all. <laughs> I think her sister was like her. Yeah, they're mixed. Her dad is black and Venezuelan, and her mom is white Irish, I think. Um, I'll let you know when I finish this book. Yeah, but um, it was I I I watched it because I wanted to learn some things about her because you know, like I said, I don't know where anything. Like she talked about her marriage to Tommy Matola. We knew she was captive in that that marriage, and but, that um, but, she basically was under thumb, lock, and key. She couldn't go nowhere without his permission. Um, she had to always have somebody with her. She couldn't do anything on her own without his permission. Like she was like, it was like a prison. Um, they divorced. That's when she started wearing them skimpy clothes. That's when the honey bit butterfly album. Yeah, we got that work done. That's when she got that work done. See, Mariah ain't Mariah music has not been the same since she stopped wearing chick jeans and wife beaters. Yeah. <laughs> with that stringy curly hair. Yes, God. Um you know, but when she started, you know, when, you know, got her boobs done and everything, you know, it just really kind of changed. She talked about glitter and why that movie flopped. Um, she talked about um, her dynamic with her mom and that what led to the nervous breakdown and how it was blown out wow. and all of that. Um, she talked about being taken advantage of by her loved ones them selling stories to the press for payments and all that kind of stuff. She talked about all of that. And it was interesting to watch, but I'll tell you that it was, I learned something about her, but I just, it just wasn't that engaging, if I'm being honest. You know how you watch something, I'm just watching it because I watched, it wasn't like engaging. Kind of like mm -hmm. Beyonce wishing on the star. Yeah. Um, you know, you just watch it because it's like, oh, okay, but I'm not. Wishing on a star. <laughs> what was it? Wishing on a star? Star is born. What is? What was the HBO thing she had when she brought back box <laughs> What was that called? That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? But we watched it because it was Beyonce. You know what I mean? But oh, you know, a hip opera. A hip opera. No, no, that was trash. <laughs> that was trash. Oh, oh. Fighting Temptations. Fighting Temptations. You know, this was an the HBO special. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Beyonce set up there with no makeup on, with her box braids in a bun, and then I swear the next week everybody showed up with box braids again. Like they was new or something. Uh, on to the main event. Okay. Real Housewives of Potomac. Like Jesus. I said, do not invite a bitch to be your <sighs> and don't expect for somebody to accept the invitation. Now give us the background because I don't watch the show. What happened? I know the girls, but... so Okay, they were friends at one point. Like, they were cool. And then all of a sudden, I believe what happened was Giselle. she invited... Um, yeah, no, it has nothing to do with Giselle, Giselle yeah. at first. What's her name? That left the show. She invited her. What was it? Which one? Monique. She was having, I think, a affair with her trainer or something. It was like rumored to have an affair with her trainer. And then she what was the other girl name? Therese. Candace. Candace invited um somebody who I guess Monique was friends with 
No, Sharice was on the first season of Potomac. Yeah. Okay. I, didn't, I clearly didn't catch up with her. I didn't follow her for real. Okay. So, but she told. Right. So basically, so there was some beef because alleged, allegedly, Sharice started spreading rumors that Monique was cheating on her husband with her trainer. Monique caught wind of it. Monique was like, fuck that bitch. I don't fuck with her. Keep her over there. Because it caused trouble in her marriage. Because it caused trouble in her marriage. So this season, the first time Monique saw Sharice was at Ashley's housewarming, baby shower, baby unveiling, whatever it was. Which is in that building. Candace's right. event. It was at Candace's housewarming or something the first episode. Candace no, invited. It was Ashley because Ashley was showing the baby off. No, that wasn't the first one, though. That wasn't the first episode. No, the first episode, Candace had an event. Candace had an event, and she invited Sharice to the event. It was her one-year wedding anniversary party. Yeah, it was for Candace. Right, right, right. right. But then they saw each other again at Ashley's party. That was the Mm -hmm. second occurrence. Right. And then messy-ass Giselle says, oh, well, you know, we just think that y'all should at least be able to, you know, speak or whatever. And she was like, oh, we're not speaking? Like you draw attention to it, and you know you know they don't fuck with each other. So why would you? And who said they're not speaking? The girl who was talking the shit, or the girl who wanted to whoop ass? Giselle, Jamal Bryant, yeah, wife, said to Sharice and Monique that you know, hey, we're all together. You know, we don't want it to be awkward. You know, so can y'all just kind of like squash it? And she was like, no, mm-mm. Monique was like, no, mm-mm. I'm good. Fuck yeah. her. You know. And then, so in my opinion, Giselle always stirred a pot, stirred a pot, stirred a pot, stirred a pot. Giselle ain't friends with nobody but Robin. Point blank in the period. And Robin um, when they got the husband and his little yeah. husband not with him. The other green eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's her only friend because she do everybody dirty. She twists and turn and, you know, and stir the pot and, you know, throw shade and all sorts of kind of stuff at everybody else. But anyway... She was like, oh, well, you know, y'all should do this and this and this, talking to Monique. And then soon as shit went left, then she turned on Monique and was like, oh, well, you was wrong. And this is that and third or whatever. And Karen was like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't think that's fair. Y'all shouldn't do that. Very Portia, Phaedra-esque moment. Mm-hmm. Remember when Phaedra and Portia yeah, started? The whole, the whole, yeah, that whole beefing thing. Yeah, it was it was very much like that when Portia and Candy was going at it. Well, Portia and Kenya was going at it or whatever. Um, and Monique just blacked out and drug her because Candace, you know, she was selling wolf tickets, as they say. You know, like, oh, what you going to You going to pop me? Or you going to hit me? And then she jumped across the table on her. Huh? There's a table in between them. Well, she started, Monique started doing the girl hair and tussling her hair like that. And then the next thing I know was like camera. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? And they showed it. That's what got me. They actually showed it. And apparently it's Mm -hmm. from what people around the show says that it was worse than what they showed on the show. Like it was worse than that. Like it was a real fight. Right, because them bitches ain't brawl. They just pulled hell really. It wasn't really no. Right. It wasn't a fight. Yeah, right. Like no, that was a fight. You were a real fight, and you could tell that that wasn't no real fight. Them bitches. Well, she did pull the dog fuck out of her carpet frame on her head. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> like she, she might have been real glad that was a wig that was not sewn in because she would be bald. 
Yeah. And this happened like a year ago, so I guess they cool now. Oh, no. not to my knowledge. Oh. <laughs> not to my knowledge. My problem with Giselle and Robin is y'all start to fucking pot so damn much, and then y'all was like, this is just ghetto. This is bitch. Y'all the ones in the middle of all this it's, shit. It's, it's always them. Now, what you think about the new girl? What you think about the new girl? Um, Wendy. I'm not a fan of Wendy. I actually like her. And I oh, uh, I'm say something that maybe. It's going to come maybe kind of wrong, but I feel like Wendy has this I'm African and educated superiority mm-hmm. is what right. I get. She does. Um, she definitely does. That she, she comes across like she wants to be so fabulous, but you mm-hmm. do stuff that to me shows that you're not that nice and that you're not that fabulous. Mm. Like, you don't need to tell people, you know, all of your credentials and this and this and this. If you're that girl, when you walk into a room, the room knows you're that girl. You don't have to, you know, mm-hmm. proclaim who and what you are. When you walk into a room, the room takes like over. work. You know what I mean? Okay. But it just, it just comes across like that. And that's unfortunate. You know what I mean? It's unfortunate. Um... But I like her because she is, you know, her credentials and, you know, what she represents. But when she opens her mouth and the way she interacts with the ladies and I'm just like. And I mean, she doesn't have it all together because obviously because that damn mama, mother-in-law can't stand I have. No, but it's like, is it she can't stand her because she's one of those moms. Nobody ever be good enough for my for my son. Could be. Possibly. Yeah, I just want to see where it goes, and I, I see they're going to really just call Monique out next week on next episode, and I really hate that they're tagging tag teaming her like this because, you know, it's just like you guys are always in the middle of some shit, and now y'all want to say, oh, we can't be around you now. Bitch, y'all always starting shit. Like, and Monique even said... Because you know, well, you know what they go to? We as Black women, we have to make sure that we present ourselves as this and this and this and this. But y'all can't be Black women who is above this and y'all do the same gutter, gutter snipe shit. But, and Monique did, but Monique made a lot of sense. I think it was the two episodes ago where she said, she said, I'm just sick of everybody talking on other people's marriages. I'm just yeah. sick of it. She said, I'm sick of everybody just talking on other people's marriages and getting in the middle of it and then wondering why people have attitude or be with each other. That, right. what, what person does in their marriage don't have shit to do with you? Right. Because under normal circumstances, I wouldn't fuck with y'all. Right. So we work together, I got to show up. And because there's already this underlining, I don't fuck with you, don't say anything that could set me off. Basically, it's what it is. You know what I mean? Like Just like when Giselle, that first, when Monique first came on the show and Giselle said, oh, you don't have a house? And Monique said, oh, I have several houses. Right. Are you renting yours and trying to renovate another one? Right. Don't but, don't that's the thing, but why would you have that to say? Because at the end of the day, and I really want to understand what is Giselle's issues. Giselle is a beautiful girl with a decent body. She ain't even fine. She got a decent body. The lady says she can't even dress worth a damn though. That's the problem. Karen said, thank God Giselle is beautiful because her fashions are shit. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, she can't dress worth a damn. 
And I was like, see, that's what I love, Karen. I love Karen Huber. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like, why do you feel the need to always put someone below you or tear them apart to expose what you feel like is their insecurity or their imperfection that you don't have that issue? You know what I mean? Like, why are you so picky, like, with that about people? Like, you got the... Um, groom somebody or you know um, make sure they check out before you can consider them a part of the fold like what's that about like Monique Monique has always tried to get girls together even when like she said when Giselle came to her house last season well party and Giselle acting like she didn't want to talk she was talking about everybody and Monique told her she said if you don't want to be here please leave please just leave right you know it's not even called for just like why do you kind of come here and be negative all the time you know, because Monique would be wrong if she brought the fact that um, you around here talking about you only love one person, but this man you love your daddy don't even like. Um, and why you can't speak on how many baby mamas he got? Hmm. No, you're right. Well, all right. Wow. Well, well, is he restaurants for all them other seven kids? <laughs> Well, messy. Just ask me. See, that's why I say, see, sometimes it's good not to be the bigger person. You can be petty. Yeah. Hmm. Can be petty. So I heard a rumor that Jeezy may be getting a talk show. But Jeezy has changed a lot from back in the days from boys and hood Jeezy. You know, he's a lot more, he's, he talks with a lot of sense now, and he's very in touch with what's going on in the world today. So I think Jeezy will have a lot to bring because he has grown into a man as opposed to the boy he was when he came in the industry. You don't, you don't think his new girlfriend helped change his image a little bit? Absolutely. But, she, but I believe he was already changing prior to him getting with her. Brand, but I mean, in mainstream to help clean up his image. Yeah. Right. I think I think him and Jeannie, Jenny is a product of his transition. Mm-hmm. I think because he transitioned into who he is now is how he was able to, I guess, be with her. Right. You know? mm-hmm. um, but the funny thing about it is when you say that, when I think about it, he's not the only one that's been through that transition because you can say the same thing about T.I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I who has definitely transitioned from... But he's still with his old... He's still with the person that he had when he was in transition. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is that his whole... Um, everything. His persona. But, but you... But, but all, I mean, what, what, what old school rapper at this point? I mean, from Snoop Dogg to Ice-T to LFJ to Will Smith. Right. You know, gangster rapper. But, you know, Ice, Ice Cube... <laughs> all these gangsters. The that, only one who hasn't changed is um too short. That's the only one who hasn't really changed. Some, but, no, but he's a different level of, I mean, he's like that second tier. But the, but the top tier, you know, gangster rappers all realize that gangster ain't gonna get you but two, three, four, five years and you gotta go into the other venture. Nelly, all them te- Ludacris is the main one. This nigga don't even rap no more. But they, but I wouldn't consider them gangsters. Ludacris is not a gangster rapper. Yeah, I don't. I don't consider them gangster raps. When I say change their persona, 
they're not just viewed as this rappers who has these inappropriate lyrics you know they've transitioned into okay okay am i palatable now for tv okay i can do this now i can get into movies okay now i can do some of these other things because what we've seen is, is that a lot of hip-hop artists, and I don't even want to call them like gangster rappers, but hip-hop artists transition into other realms of entertainment fairly well. When with yeah. it's Ice the culture, Ice though. Will Smith, yeah, I did it pretty good. 50 Cent has done it pretty um, yeah. pretty well. Um, you know, it's like they, they realize that, okay, I, this may be my ticket out, but this is what's going to provide me the opportunity to, to get into other things. Yeah. And it becomes romance because at the same time, they were gangster rappers in the beginning. You can't really rap about that lifestyle if you're not living it. You can't lifestyle anymore, yeah. Now, hard to continue to be down with down with the streets if I'm not in the streets anymore. You know what OPP? <laughs> what OPP stand for? Other, other people proper. Oh. Other people pussy? What did I say? Other people what? Other people penises or other... Oh, I'm down with pussy, but it's like it's really old people property. I'm down with other people property. Oh, it has several meanings. It has several meanings, and they said that in the song. You know, it's probably other people's pussy. I want to be down with old people. We know you. (laughs) That's why we get along so well, Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) But it's time for answer. (laughs) All right. All right, it's time for answering for a friend. All right. Hi, no shit. This is Tiana from ATL. Hi, Tiana. And I have a secret. I have a nickname, T.T. Me and my fiance have been together for six years, and we have a four-year-old son. However, it's not his son. I was sleeping with another guy, and I told him he was the father, but he said he didn't want anything to do with the child. So my boyfriend, fiance, he was my boyfriend at the time. I let him know that he was the father. Well, now the real father is back and wants to be involved. My dilemma is what the fuck should I do? I love my fiance, but now I'm caught up in a web of lies. Like you're gonna lose everything. Now, what you are going to get is your baby daddy back and he's going to be a part of your family, but you're going to lose your, uh, unless he's just a pushover type of nigga or your WAP is just that good, um, you're probably going to lose this nigga just because you lied to him so much and you told him that this is baby and it's not, there's no coming back from that. Now, I will say there are some guys out there who just love women or you women that particularly that much that I can get over this. I don't want to lose you. And I know why you did it and blah, blah, blah. And I still love the child. I want to be part of his life. That's probably like 10% of the men out there. But the, if she got the other 90%, he out the door. Um, so only because I've been watching paternity court. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been watching it too. I've been watching it all the time too. Only, but to, only because I've watched a few episodes about it now. Um, I honestly, TT... I would have a. I you would have to do some some long thinking and some 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 stre- some strategic decisions because what you don't want to happen, which has happened on fraternity for it, so I'm a little um, messed up because of that. Is 
you went to one guy originally saying that he was the dad because he said he didn't want to have no parts of it. You told another guy. And then now that the other original guy is back, you say, okay, well, you the dad. And then you get him a paternity test and he ain't the daddy either. Mm-hmm. So now you done fucking up on both ends. Um, Say nothing to the one guy. Go go verify he the daddy first. Yes, Correct. That part. Correct. I'm going to need you to do your research ahead of time before anything because what you can say is like, hey, bad decision has reared his ugly head. This is what's going on. Um, once you know for a fact if the original guy is the father or not. If he is, then that's when you say, hey, I made, you know, old old mistake, da 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 And then like, that's why you bring it up to him and give him that information up front because like Juicy said, some guys will love you through that. Because, you know, if y'all have made it work and not had any issues they since then, close. They, will, they will be more willing to Okay, I understand that. Then the baby just got two dads. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Let me let me ask you. Um, did, did he Mori all the time? Huh? Was on Mori all the time. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, did, he, did she say? Still did she say he knew about the cheating, or he doesn't know about the cheating either? She didn't no. say. Nobody knows. She said a web of lies. So everybody is. Oh, yeah. So he said he gonna, knows. Most, for the most part, he gonna be gone because not only did you cheat on me. Then you lied about cheating on me. You got pregnant and then told me I was the father and you knew I was not the father. And I've been raising this child for all these years as is my child. Now, now I will tell you this. Now, if I were her, I'd be very honest. Just, just, you know, what what she needs to do is say, just don't admit to the fact that she knew. If you want to come back and say, hey, um, I I was messing with this guy a couple years ago on the side, but but just don't say she knew. Because right now the issue is, you chose and you said you knew that I was the father and he didn't come step up. And so you actively told me I was the father and I wasn't. Which is you why the test first. Of course, of course. But still. That's first. Yeah. Uh, see, so if he he's not the dad, then you don't owe him shit. No owe shit. Mm-hmm. What if this guy comes to the house, show up to the house one day and be like, I want to see my child? How do you know where I stay? He don't have access. <laughs> See, look, see, baby mama, see how see how she responded. How you know where I live? Period. <laughs> I'm out of here. Like, bro, if you leave me in my happy home alone. Mm. Home that- my advice is look, your home- I will block his ass. He wouldn't know where the fuck to find me. Bruh, uh-huh. too little too late. I'm out. Could you because then nobody wants to live there like looking over their shoulder the rest of their life. Just waiting for the nigga to pop up. That's your fault though. Yeah. I gave you the opportunity to be a man and you chose not to be. So I but was woman about mine a lot. No, it ain't. It's about the kid too. Like you want this kid to have their father. But the child has a father. No, no, you no, just because it's not the biological does not mean it's not his father. You want this kid to have sure. his father. The truth never has to come out. We can just keep it, move away. <laughs> truth never has to come out. We've seen lifetime movies like this before. Exactly. Yeah, them lifetime movies always end up in 17 years old, the kid kills their mama because they the dad found out that he was the daddy the whole child. No. <laughs> now but I didn't even now, know. Now, now why are you now why are you playing? Um I know somebody personally that was told their whole life that somebody was their dad until they found out when they were a junior in high school that that was not their biological father. Now granted, did it change the dynamics of them with the guy who they thought was their father? No, but it did change the dynamics of 
their relationship with their mom because they feel like their mom lied. Mm-hmm. See, it's different when you don't know versus when you know and you chose not to tell me. So now you took my choice, you know, away from me, for me to be with this man. Yeah, for me to have this relationship with this man or that man because you didn't like him. And, you know, not being funny, but even if he is the dad, some parents or some moms use the baby as a weapon to punish the man. Which is insane. I actually know somebody who, yeah, their child is basically 19, 20. And the person who they tell is the father still doesn't know that that's not their child. Now, friends and some family know that's not his child, but he doesn't. And all it takes is for a drunk woman at the next cookout. And somebody gets shot. And spill the beans. Let me say, because I, 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 I everybody going down. I hate when you be sitting there and you like, oh, you think they're gonna find out now? You think they're gonna find out now? <laughs> oh girl, look, girl, I think he found out. I think he found out. Oh girl, he know, he know. Girl, we gotta leave. No, I ain't going. Mm-hmm. I think at this point, I think everybody is just okay with it. It's just like if you don't know, the nigga that need to know, he ain't gonna put it. Everybody is okay with it. Who knows? It's the reason not to be okay with it. Right, like, how you gonna tell me, like, we ain't think it was a big deal? Bitch, it don't even <laughs> <talk to me>. <laughs> <laughs> What would you do? So, what would you do if somebody that, um, you met through a platonic friend, um, like just, I mean, really platonic. You didn't know nothing. You met them through work. I'll say you met them through work, a work friend. Um, then they reach out to you later to say they're interested in you. And then they go ghost after that. So you reach out to me and then you go ghost. What do you do? Boom. I'm going ghost as well. I'm out. Okay, let me say they go ghost on you. And then when they get on the phone with a friend of yours, they tell your friend, oh, no, it was Juicy fault. Juicy disappeared. Hmm. I'll tell you what I did. I cursed him well, out. Well, if that happens to me, if that sounds like somebody playing games, mm-hmm. I'm not a child, I don't play games. Um, So I'm like, oh, oh, okay. I have a model. My because model. when I see you again, and you be like, oh, hey, oh, what's up? Mm-hmm. I ain't heard because you know the person who does that nine times out of ten is gonna be like, "What's up, stranger?" Huh? Now I will say this: I am I am a proponent of you. Own, people do to you what you let them do, mm-hmm. and so so when I when I realize I'm getting the short end of the stick, I typically respond. Now I don't go nasty or anything like that, but I will curse you out. Like you're gonna hear my mouth. I'm going to say a couple choice words. And typically that snaps you back into place and you realize, oh, I done fucked up. Um, mm-hmm. Because in, in, in the breadth of this, I, I probably got one phone call in 2020 after I cursed you out. I, I got two or three phone calls. Now, I ain't answered, but I done got more phone calls in, in the last two days than I got in the last eight months. So they dumb as hell. I mean, I still ain't going to answer them, but... No, but I'm saying, but yeah, they dumb. <laughs> Again, how you going to cuss me out? And now I'm gonna run behind you after I done sat around and lied and said that. Oh, they anyway, yeah. No, like that. They dumb as hell. They crazy. But my problem is my problem isn't even the ghosting thing. It's the, it's the lies. That's the fucking problem right there for me. Correct. That's what got me. My problem is, I, my problem is, bitch. Why the fuck did you say something to me? 
ain't know you. I wasn't thinking about you. You right. were on the radar. Yo, I didn't even know. I didn't know you existed. All of a sudden, you got on my plate. You know, got my head feeling all big and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. thinking about me, a man. And then you disappear. The fuck? Mm. And you're going to tell Playing my game. Oh, nigga, I cursed you good and flat out. Playing <gasps> games. You hear me? Right. Um, It's probably because... They had one in, they had they had an intention when with the first interaction and then for whatever reason it didn't follow through. Something or, Huh? I think something changed. Or they're talking to multiple people and then when the other person who hit them up, you became irrelevant to the situation. And baby and juicy never becomes irrelevant. Or you just so. came or you, or you just came down a little further on the totem pole. And I never do that either. So I just get off the loop. Oh, that's right. All right. I don't I don't go down, I go off. Mm. 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 Okay, we should go with that. All right. I didn't ask to get on your merry-go-round to begin with, honey. I did not. That's my point. (laughs) (laughs) You brought me to the theme park. You already had tickets. You told me to get on the ride, and now I'm nauseous. What the fuck? I mean, you could have left me all the way alone. You left me all the way home, bitch. I was Netflixing and chilling. Now your goddamn self being just fine. Now my feelings hurt. And you blowing my phone up, and I had to curse you out. Now I got to repent. <laughs> Remember what I said? My words of wisdom, um, Juicy. It's okay to be petty, and it's okay to. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all I got. I ain't got nothing else. Feel free to follow us on IG at No Sherlock Pod, Facebook at Sherlock, SoundCloud at No Sherlock Pod. Um, that's no S H H H. Apple does not like our shit. Feel free to email us at no at gmail.com for any topics, answering for our friends or questions. And we are out. Bye. Bye.